So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you, who live demanding lives, who never seem to have enough time, able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast. Hey, Smarter Vets, this is Tom Seco, one of your co-hosts of the Smarter Vet Financial Podcast and co-owner of Florida Veterinary Advisors. Today, I want to share a very special segment of a recording from VMX this year in 2023, where I had spent some time talking about the number one stressor that employees experience and what really leads to the, the feelings that people have about that stress. And what I want to do is give you a snippet of that presentation so you can at least hear what was actually talked about and covered for the audience. For those who haven't listened to us before, I'm glad to have you. It's awesome to know that you're part of the Smarter Vet community and the audience. One thing is that what we are focal point is with our business is to provide people with a way of thinking to make financial decisions easy so you can spend time doing other things. Other things could be anything. You fill in the blank. We are a national financial planning firm that works across the United States, and our goal is to become one of the predominant financial voices out there to make financial decisions and education simple. So with all that being said, if you have listened to our podcast before, welcome back. Uh, please make sure to show us some love. Rate us through Apple Podcasts or through Spotify. Maybe send us some love on the Facebook page, the Smart Vet Financial Podcast Facebook page, and we're always looking for other great content ideas. This episode that what I'm going to be injecting in here is something that I found very intriguing and interesting, and I hope you all enjoy it just as much as I did. This presentation is around how to eliminate the number one stressor for your employees. And I'm curious, can anyone take a guess at what that might be? Pay? Okay. I'm going to make it a little bit more broad than that. Good. Burnout. Okay. I'm more like relating to finances around financial decisions and behaviors and habits is what I'm gonna be talking about today. I know burnout and I know pay is kind of a conversation that's really big within VetMed. Uh, at the same time, I believe everyone should have a living wage to a certain degree. And then at the same time, what really, has anyone ever heard of the happiness study before? No? Maybe a couple of people? So it's updated every so often. It basically says like, how much does a household need to make for them to actually feel like they have enough to survive pay their bills, do the things that they want to do. And at the end of the day, they don't feel like strapped. Uh, that index has increased from 75 to 85,000 for a household over the last couple of years. And anything beyond that is typically what they consider luxury. So luxury means that I eat out more, I travel more, I buy more stuff. I'm addicted to Amazon. I don't know if anyone else is too. That one swipe gets me all the time, package every day at my door. Uh, but beyond that, it's like, then we have abundance. If there's more money than that, now it's just a matter of like how strategic are we being in our decision making and you know, our needs versus our wants can tend to override us. Our wants can really override our decision making sometimes. So where we make decisions and then feel like, wow, like why did I do that later? So I'm going to talk a little bit more about this with the financial side of things and hopefully we'll provide some education that can be brought back to the veterinary practice. Hopefully all of you here today can take some things away from it. Um, and then there's also a way to be able to implement some education into the practice too. I have no conflict, I was told to put this in here, so it's in here. There's my dog, his name is Theodore. He is why I'm here. Uh, I love him so much, he's about eight years old already and I cherish every day that I have with him. I actually got really cool Theodore socks too, so if you wanna come see them afterwards, 
please come see them. My wife bought them for me. And uh, so, yeah, he's, I, I love animals. It was a really good idea for me to be able to connect with people in the veterinary community. Uh, here we are eight years into it now. And my big vision, right, is to help the veterinary community become financially independent. Like, that's really what our main vision is. Here's a snapshot of our team. We actually have two more people that have joined us. The name of our firm is Florida Veterinary Advisors. Uh, we've been around for quite some time, about eight years now. Uh, and it's a, we work in over 42 states. So we're not just located to Florida. Uh, some people ask us why we're called Florida. We're just embracing our roots because I live in Tampa. I'm out of Tampa, Florida. I just heard someone go, ooh. One thing I wanted to point out is, you know, I'm a certified exit planner. I've got a certification where we help a lot of uh, businesses from our people who want to be business owners, from the idea of starting a practice to the idea of exiting their practice and wanting to retire at some point. And we do all the stuff in between to help with just being a financial quarterback. Uh, I'm a big animal lover. I love Liverpool Football Club too, if anyone's a Premier League fan. They're a little, doing a little rough this year, but I don't know, the Gunners are probably going to take it. Uh, and then my business partner right there, he's also CEXP, and we teamed up back in 2014. We went to the same school, got finances degrees together, uh, but we never actually met until we started working, which is really fascinating. To start this off, things don't happen to successful people. So every one of you right now can be incredibly successful. And sometimes our minds can be very limiting to us. I usually call it head trash. We usually have a lot of stuff in our minds that tends to hold us back from being able to do things that we want to do because we, we second guess ourselves or um, you know, we, we feel pressured or obligated to do something. And at the end of the day, when we look at being successful, successful people happen two things. And really when I talk about this is like you're planning, you're taking initiative, you're, you're not just letting your finances just sort of like unravel in front of you, but you're being incredibly intentional about what you're doing. And I'm gonna give some steps and some things that you can really be able to focus on. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like your finances are not necessarily, uh, let's say about buying things and insurances and investing money, but it's really about the habits and behaviors that we create and the psychology that we have around money in the first place. With this, a lot of times we find people follow a herd mentality. And what I mean by this is that I'll talk to someone and they'll say, well, I bought life insurance recently. And I ask them, why did you buy life insurance? They're like, well, my neighbor, you know, someone passed away and I think I need life insurance now. Or I want to get disability insurance. Why do you want disability insurance? Well, my friend just got sick and I feel like I need to get some. Or um, 401k, I just started working. I need to put money in a 401k. And everyone is constantly just rely relying and leaning on other people to make financial decisions without taking a bigger look at the financial plan. So the herd mentality, most of the time people are just asking and then they do it without actually checking and saying, does this work for me? So what we want to do is try to avoid the herd mentality. And what we see is that 64% of Americans, there's a study that was done through the APA, where basically to study around 64% of people experience financial stress. And there's a lot of reasons that are behind it, but that financial stress, like, you know, if, if you're making $50,000 versus making a half a million dollars, you can have the same stress. The only thing is that you can be a little bit more, let's say, lenient and not think about it as much when you're making more money. It's like easy come, easy go. Um, so the whole stress part here is like, how do we remove the stress that a lot of people experience, especially if you can help your team within your veterinary practice be able to approach this head on and be able to feel more confident about the things that they're doing? Do you have financial stress? So I want you all to ask yourself this. 
do you experience this at all? And these are some symptoms that they had listed on here. Are you finding yourself arguing with people, especially those that are close with you? It's a big thing that can pop up. Sometimes my, my wife and I can have some disagreements about money. So, Difficulty sleeping. Feeling angry and fearful. Mood swings can create some of that. Like sometimes people will think it's other reasons, but it could be related to money. It really could be. So tiredness. I'm feeling very tired, but it's not because of money. I just lack of sleep right now. But muscle pain, lack of appetite. These are all things that were listed that could be a result of the financial stress. So like, if, are any of you feeling these? And if you really, if you are feeling them, of course, it's like, well, is it financial stress? Maybe. But really be able to take a moment to sit down and like really, when you talk to your members in your practice, if you're talking to them, they might be experience a lot of these symptoms and they don't know where they're coming from. Like what is resulting in this happening to them? So, oh, and the last one here is what's wrong for others. So what causes financial stress? I started brainstorming a little bit. I pulled some of these online as well. A lot of people have a lot of stress about the uncertainty of the future. I mean, who here doesn't stress about the future at times? Like, who out here doesn't stress about the future at all? I mean, I do. So, I mean, if you really think of it, like, a lot of anxiety comes about what's going to happen in the future. We stress a lot about the things that happened in the past because we don't want them to happen. And we're usually not spending enough time being in the present with ourselves to really be able to enjoy more of the moments. We might think we are but we might not actually be doing that. But the uncertainty of the future creates a lot of stress because it's just like, well, if I want to accomplish things or I want to be somewhere in life, how am I going to get there? What's that going to look like? So when I'm not really planning or thinking about it, well, wow, (laughs) it could really create people to withdraw. They don't make decisions. Like You you can decide to not decide at the end of the day, just to not do anything. Uh, Avoidance. A lot of people, I like to call this the ostrich syndrome. So the ostrich syndrome is basically, this is not true, but ostrich, whenever they try to avoid things, they shove their head in the sand. I'm sure many of you have heard this before, but I've read that this is not an actual true thing that happens. I think it's like a cartoon that created it. But the more that we avoid it, the conversation, so like who here had conversations with, as a growing up about finances with their family? Very few. Right off the bat, it's like, do we even know how to approach the conversation or start talking about it? Like, I do this for a living. So I talk with people about what they make and how they have, blah, blah, blah. It's just natural to me now. But my wife, on the other hand, like, whenever I start talking to her about stuff, she, like, gets so tense. Like, she's never talked with her parents about it. So that avoidance behavior can be leading to a lot of us not taking the necessary steps we should be taking. And it's mainly, it could be just around education. I mean, we've got Dr. Google out there that's like an inundation of information. Like, I could imagine people come into the vet clinic and they Googled some kind of symptom their dog was having or cat or animal. And it's like, I think they have this. And it's like, no, they don't. They don't have that. So people do that with their finances too. But at the end of the day, it's like, how do we make things simple? Sometimes this is self-caused. We can do this to ourselves. The more things you take on, the more responsibilities, the more things that we buy creates that feeling of living paycheck to paycheck. I've talked with people that make a million dollars a year and they feel like they're living paycheck to paycheck. I've talked to people who are living, making $50,000 a year and they feel like they're living paycheck to paycheck. I've talked to people making $50,000 a year that don't feel like they're living paycheck to paycheck. And it's really the whole thing. It's just like, how did you get there in the first place? And is there a way to be able to pull back? As many of you might know, stress is a big conversation within vet med today. 
And a lot of it has been focused on burnout. And what we want to do is bring some attention to the financial stress that people experience. And I hope that you found that this snippet from the recording at VMX 2023 was helpful and insightful to you. And over the course of some other episodes this year, we're going to provide some recordings of our presentations from other conferences we've been at. Uh, so stay tuned. Again, if, if you love this show, please make sure to share it with a couple of your friends, pick a friend or two, and then send them a text to a link to this show today. Make sure to show us some love and rate and provide us some feedback on it. And if there's certain topics that you want to hear, please make sure to reach out to us. For now, I'm Tom Seiko, wishing you a lifetime of financial success. Don't forget to visit our website and sign up for our newsletter. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know about upcoming race-approved CE webinars, podcast releases, short presentations, and articles that we publish. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. C.J. Burnett and Tom Seiko are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, and financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. C.J. Burnett's and Tom Seiko's California licenses are 0K79676 and 0K80141, respectively. Security products and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, a registered broker-dealer, investment advisor, member of FINRA and the SIPC, and a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Florida Veneer Advisors is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. This podcast is for information purposes only guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Florida Veterinary Advisors, and opinions stated are their own. This material is intended for general use. By providing the content, Park Avenue Securities LLC and your financial representative are not undertaking to provide investment advice or make a recommendation for a specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. All investments contain risk and may lose value. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. The individuals associated with Florida Veterinary Advisors do not maintain specialized licenses or qualifications for the financial services provided to veterinary professionals. Florida Veterinary Advisors is not registered in any state or with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission as a registered investment advisor. 2023152326 expires March 2025.